And we are off to the races on another episode here of the 222 Podcast, another bunkered down live episode here on Facebook. If you are hanging out with us on Facebook or you're doing it the old-fashioned way through the Apple Podcast app. Hello there. How are you? Good to see you. Robbie Lessig in his home or uh, living as far as as far as you guys are concerned, just on my iPad. Hello there, Robbie. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. It's uh, Days we're doing the podcast, it is just mass chaos here at the Keller House because uh, everyone's trying to use different pieces of technology to either just waste time during the day or do schoolwork. So I am constantly worried that the iPad is not going to be charged. I've only been home since about 11.30. It's uh, 2.43 now. I think I asked if the iPod is charged five times since I've been home. And luckily, <laughs> luckily, this is one of the few times this late in the day we have enough charge to get this done. Well, thank goodness, because you got to start cracking heads Well, that Keller household. It's not even their fault. I can't even blame them. You know, people want to use the iPad. We have the technology and this iPad. We've had this iPad. Man, you talk about investments and good investments and bad investments. This was a good investment because this thing has lasted for forever. Forever this iPad's lasted for. That's good. I have an I have one of the original iPads from work and it has now kind of become Chase's iPad because it's no longer compatible with anything. Okay. <laughs> like so he watches uh, YouTube Kids on there, and let me tell you what that thing is held up because, and it's the, one of the originals, and it's I'm shocked how well it's held up and still running. I mean, it runs slow, but not for just him. So the kids don't know the difference. You know what I mean? They yeah. do not know. Uh, whether or not they uh, have a fast iPad, a slow iPad, they just want an iPad, especially at Chase's age. Like, Lena now is getting to the point where she is really uh, upset and angered if internet or technology moves slow. And I'm, do you, I'm like, do you realize what we used to deal with to get online? Like, you're old enough, Robbie, to remember dial-up. Yeah. Wah, 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 yeah. Imagine a kid... Imagine a kid with dial-up having to wait to get online in 2020. Imagine wrapping their head around that. Even more than a rotary phone, than a phone, uh, like a, a phone booth, uh, something to put a quarter in, or any other piece of old technology. Imagine a kid sitting down, dialing up, and then waiting for a picture to load from the top all the way down to the bottom as it used to go ahead and unfold in front of you. And how about this? How about car rides? How much easier are car rides? Like my kid can't live without the phone for a ten minute car ride to the grocery store. I mean, I never had to sit hours to go to the beach with my grandparents. Let me tell you what, they're listening to old freaking crappy NPR and God knows what. You know what I mean? And I yeah. have a walkman. Are you and, there? I mean, finally when I got like a disc man or a walkman, can you hear me? Yeah, you froze up for a second. Oh, okay. I mean, having to hear a, a I mean, finally when I got a walkman or a disc man, I was like in heaven. You know, and then when your batteries died halfway through the trip and you had no batteries and you're back to NPR, wanted to jump out the friggin' window. Well, think These of kids it, have it easy, I tell you. Forget about it from the kid's standpoint, because quite frankly, they have it easy. But how about his parents? It is amazing that every parent didn't kill a kid on a vacation. It's amazing oh, yeah, would, that yeah. parents didn't need to have four or five kids just to have enough left after a family vacation that the neighbors wouldn't ask questions. Yeah, can you imagine? No. I mean, can you imagine? No, I can't imagine what a giant pain in the ass we were. Yeah, I can't imagine what a giant pain in the ass I was on a vacation anytime you drove somewhere longer than 30 minutes. Yeah, how they didn't throw me out the window saying, can we stop for batteries? Can we stop for batteries? Can we stop for batteries? 
Yeah. Yeah. My daughter is disappointed when we arrive at the location at our destination <laughs> because that means she has, she has to, to give up the iPad. Yeah, she has to turn a movie off. She has to turn the. Should we still make her use the DVD player? She still uses the old little tiny DVD player. And by the way, that might be a better investment than the investment in this iPad because that thing was like sixty bucks and has lasted as long as she is. She, it, she probably got that when she was three years old. So we probably got eight yeah, years and- out of that thing. And you don't need Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi, no downloading. We do have to take the folder of discs, which we look like uh, we look like we look like my car back in the '90s when you used to have all your discs in the car, and you'd have to sort through the folder while you were going 75 miles per hour down the highway. Everyone thinks it's dangerous to use a phone. You didn't have those giant folders that actually had weight to them that could actually pull you out of the driver's seat <laughs> when you tried to grab them from under the passenger seat. Yeah, I agree. I think the folders of CDs is more of a distraction than your phone. Yeah. Because also then trying to find the right CD. I uh-huh. know it was in the first page. And, blah, 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 you know. and then the so. CD would skip because there was a scratch. So you'd have to take it out. You'd be like, <sighs> and then rubbing it on your shirt, trying to clean it so you can put it back in and not hear the skip. Get the catch skipping. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guarantee if I, I will put, I don't know the exact number, but I'd have to put the over under at uh, two and a half, the amount of CDs I threw out the window because I got so angry because oh, yeah. they were skipping and I didn't know what to do with them anymore. Especially the the ones that you burned when you like would start like I had a CD burner on my yes. computer at the time, and those scratched super easy. Sure so did. This, I mean, so you know, uh, and I remember too, like sometimes like I wouldn't finish the burning maybe, and then it wouldn't. I oh, I made myself an awesome mixed disc, you know. I'm gonna listen to it, and oh yeah, a little Smash Mouth, a little Bare Naked Ladies, you know, a little Hootie, you know, showing my age there. Or our age, I should say. Yeah, basically your um, age. I'm a young buck. But um, well, not just yeah. that. You would you would wait for it to get done, and then you'd hit the side button, and it wouldn't, like, whatever it did at the end, whatever it did to, like, finish the burn. You know what I mean? When it formatted yep, yep. it or whatever. And you'd pop it out because you'd be over-anxious because you'd always burn the CD 60 seconds before leaving the house. And you'd be over-anxious. Then you'd get in your car. You'd be five minutes down the road popping the CD and realize you didn't wait long enough. And you, now you have nothing. It's no good. You can't even reuse yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a half an hour trip. I need a new disc. I'm kind of tired of my old stuff. Let's burn it quick. Oh, wait, I'm leaving in a half an hour. Crap. You know, I'm going to be late because I'm burning the disc. Oh, it's, it, let me tell you what. We all have it easy. It so. is amazing. And, and I've said this on the radio. I might have even said this here. Who knows at this point? But uh, imagine being stuck at home in a quarantine uh, 20 years ago and not being able to have half the technology that we have now just in like video conferencing, the ability to do this dopey podcast and, you know, do it on Facebook Live and actually talk to you and see your lovely face, even if we're not doing it on Facebook Live, just to be able to record this. All this stuff was impossible or took thousands upon thousands of dollars uh, 20 years ago. So it would have been miserable in like night in like 1990 or, or even the year 2000 would have been miserable. 2000. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's. And we're not really that far removed from, you figure technology has advanced so crazy for just 20 years. I mean, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. But it's good to be here. Lots to get into it today. Uh, I want to talk about a lot of different things. At the end of the show, we'll dive into uh, WrestleMania. We'll try, to, we'll try to put all the wrestling stuff at the end of the show, so that way people who aren't into wrestling... <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to sit through it. not into wrestling. Uh, most Come people. Um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that happened in this area I want to talk about. I saw a couple stories just since I got off the air today that I think will be fun to talk about. And uh, also, how about this? Has there ever been a weekend 
that's a holiday weekend that has felt less like a holiday weekend than this weekend. Yep. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird because today's Good Friday, and I don't think I really remembered that it was Good Friday until about 7.30 this morning. And then I think it was during the news, and I promptly forgot and pretty sure I didn't mention it the entire morning because it just just doesn't feel like anything holiday-like is going to happen this weekend. And I know, you know, like, I know the holiday is, you know, and, you know, for church going folks, I know what it is. And for, you know, you just have kid folks in it and everything. But the weird thing is, it's like, holidays aren't holidays without family, right? That's, I mean, and that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's the staple of, of, you know, like my family and your family, we always get together these holidays, have dinner you know, everyone's cooking and then we just hang out and it's just, you don't do that all the time. And then it's nice to look forward to this, but it's just, it doesn't feel like a holiday because, and even like, you know, folks who go to church, they can't get out. Yep. You know, kids who are doing Easter egg hunts, that's gone. Yeah. You know, those so big Easter egg hunts. Activities. Yeah. Surrounding this time of year. It's just, it's just weird. Yep. It, it feels like just another day. And actually I don't even know what day it is to be honest with you. Cause it seems like it's, I am always figuring out what day it is. Like I was surprised that it was Friday, to be honest with you, because it's like we've been just we've been doing we've been doing this goofy bit that we stole from a news station in Ohio on the show. Uh, What day? What day is it? We've been (laughs) we've been doing playing the game that's sweeping the nation. What day is it? Uh, Where we play the sound effect of like a Ferris or like a uh, like a prize wheel spinning. And then at the end, it makes uh, something along the lines of a jackpot sound from a slot machine, and then we all yell the day, and then we go to the news. <laughs> That's big. Yeah. Because, uh, and again, I wish I could have said I thought thought that up, but no, we got it from uh, a news station in Ohio that started that PSA, because really, everything, everything kind of melts together. All right, lots of stuff to get into. Why don't we get this uh, mess of a show started, and uh, we'll be back right after we uh, hear some noise, some uh, voices, a couple movie clips, and then uh, more of this nonsense. Woohoo! Directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Inco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Fido. Go flight. Ava. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. Yes, it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Something specifically for the Facebook livers. Yep. Uh, there is my buddy, Mike DiMartino, looking Frozone. fantastic dressed as Frozone for Halloween. Uh, a Halloween costume, not safe for work, this Halloween costume. Leaves little to the imagination. Very little. Or, or trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is I'm the... Sure that might get it. He is both the trick and the treat when uh, 
trick-or-treating in that outfit. Thanks so much for uh, joining us. Uh, good to be back. Another episode uh, of the 222 Podcast. Mike and Robbie here with you. Um, coming up, I want to promote this real quick. Uh, coming up on Monday morning, Robbie, uh, do you remember... I don't know if you're paying attention to the uh, station, social media, and my social media this week, but the uh, Zoom meeting where the uh, one gentleman got up from the seat of the Zoom meeting, it ended, he thought the meeting came to an end and his camera was shut off, but it wasn't, and he walked away from the camera wearing nothing from the waist down but his underwear. Did you see that video? Yes, it is a hilarious video because the other three people realize it almost right away. They're yelling for him. He doesn't hear them. They call him. They tell him, we can see you in your underwear. (laughs) And then he runs out of the room and the rest have a fantastic time. And the audio is funny. And while it's funny to see that guy in his underwear, the real funny part is the reaction of his co-workers who are realizing it because there's they're in that grid formation, two at the top, two in the bottom. There's four of them. And the two at the bottom realize it almost simultaneously, nearly simultaneously. That's so great. They realize it and then yell to the guy. And the one guy's eyes almost bug out. Turns out they were a radio station, or they are a radio station out of Portland, the Bull. And uh, one of the gentlemen... The gentleman whose eyes almost bug out of his head, I just recorded an interview with him, and we're going to be playing it on Monday morning. Kind of interesting to uh, see what it's like for a radio guy, because we we live for these viral videos. It gives us stuff to talk oh about, my gosh, yeah. video, so we can push people to the websites, and uh, it was fun to talk to a guy who has made a living talking about these um, social media viral videos, and while now what it's like to be on the opposite side of that whole thing. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It, and that's, and that's like gold, right? I mean, that is just freaking gold. It is amazing. When that stuff happens for yeah. you guys. Yeah, it's great. And to tell you what, I, I asked him, you know, you guys do all this planning for stuff. And I know as like a host, you come up with content and then the best stuff, the best stuff is something that happens organically and kind of by accident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't know. You know, like when people don't wear, you know, um, just wear their underwear, um. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> this is a family show, Robbie. It is a family program. Put some <laughs> pants on, man. <laughs> Sorry, that just was that was just too good. I thought I thought you were really setting me up there to do that. No, and- how would I know you're in your underwear? <laughs> do you think I have a camera in your house? No, there's no way for me to know you're in your stinking underwear. And I'm not even paying attention to you because I'm trying to find the audio so I can play the audio for everybody. Meanwhile, you're dancing around back there in your underwear. Here it is, the underwear fail. Let me play this audio for you. This is uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, And again, this is four radio hosts ending their meeting. What sticks, Robbie, is you won't be able to see it or hear it. Oh my god, look at her. Donnie! That's awesome. Donnie! Can you hear us? Donnie! They're yelling for him. Oh my god, they're waving Jen, at him. Jen, call him. Now they're calling him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Too much. Uh, then they call him. They start taking pictures. All of a sudden, then he just sprints out of the room. It is fantastic. <laughs> We're getting to the point here where she tells him. Hold on oh a second. Boy. I'll play it for everybody. You'll have to. You'll have to go watch it on the website, Robbie. Tony, I yes. can see you. Here we can all there. see you. 
<laughs> anyway, the gentleman's name on the bottom left is uh, Danny Dwyer, and he's going to be uh, with us on Monday morning. Actually, just uh, finished recording. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. Uh, he was a good guy. Could not have been nicer. And they've gotten requests to uh, play that video on news stations as far away as Japan. So basically, the other side of the world. That's so cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So it was fun to talk with him, and we'll have him Monday morning, probably uh, seven thirty-five. I'll play that uh, interview. Look at you guys getting these big interviews. The Tiger King dude, this viral video guy. Noel is on his game. Well, uh, Noel got the the good video, the good interviews. The Tiger King guy, the uh, American uh, Idol guy. I got this guy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get the so low pull, the low so level radio pull. guys. That's who you want. You want. <laughs> No, he's actually a high. He actually is a, a big name in country radio, so it was nice of him to uh, give us a couple minutes. And again, could not have been a nicer dude. Um, real quick, couple things um, I want to get through here. Uh, we are already seventeen minutes into this uh, cluster, but um, I don't know when you go out. And I know you're at the supermarket today, picking up a couple things, making a run. Uh, are you doing the mask bit when you go out now? Yeah, I have an Under Armour um, uh, like face shield like for cold weather that kind of covers your whole head yeah i think we have the same um, thing so, right yeah we do yeah so i just kind of tuck back the head part and just wear the face mask i'll tell you what though i had the same hat the same getup i have on today i mean but i did have pants on. i was just gonna um, ask um not acceptable just to be going out with pants yet um but i have my sunglasses on it looked like i was like trying to rob the store that's what so. i said to julie i had to stop at rite aid the other day to pick something up and i was on the phone with jules as i was driving home from work into the rite aid and i was like hey i gotta go i gotta go knock off the rite aid i mean everybody looks like we're going in to rob a place especially if you wear those kind of masks now the other masks not so much but we have now come yeah. to a point in time where it's okay to walk into these establishments with a mask on where and like you know uh, six weeks ago that would have been absolutely unacceptable yeah and, and the weird i mean and yeah, it, it's just, it's also funny to see, you know, like people who are crafty enough can make their own masks and some of them look good. Some of them are wearing like, you know, Ziploc bags over their heads and stuff. So not so good. <laughs> so it's funny to see people's creativity who can't have access to a mask like me. I can't sew a mask. So thank God for my no. Under Armour get up. So, you know, it's, um, it, and, and the people that look at you like you're crazy wearing a mask and the people who have a mask on looking at the other people who don't have a mask on like they're crazy. So it's grocery shopping is a high tense situation. Oh, going right anywhere now. in public right now is a high tense situation. And they just did a study. It wasn't a huge study. I think they only asked about 1,700 people. They tried to get a big swath of the uh, demographics when they asked people. But a, a good number of people are saying whenever this is lifted, and let's say they were focusing specifically on sports, uh, and I think with sports and really any kind of large group, how will you feel once this is lifted about going places with large groups like sporting events or even like a movie theater? <laughs> Uh, I'm I, not right away. I, I just, I don't trust it yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I think too, like maybe going to a restaurant with like a smaller restaurant, like let's say a like Sly Fox or something like that, you know, like a smaller, you know, like a clingers at the airport, but like, as far as like thousands of people yeah. or even hundreds of people, probably not right away. Just because you don't, 
who's to say when they've had it or not had yeah. it? You know what I mean? So it's just It's also hard to and, go from zero to sixty. You know what I mean? To go from where we are to flipping yeah. a switch. I do think there's gonna have to be an ease into this, but it, it is interesting to think about with uh these sporting leagues now obviously I think baseball and stuff and basketball and hockey, if they come back, they're going to be doing it without fans in the stands. But uh NFL NFL's not going to want to go without their fans in the stands. Uh, can you imagine football eerily quiet like that? It's just going to be really different to see when we're all going to be comfortable, when we're all going to feel like it's all right to once again be sitting there with someone else directly next to you and 40-some thousand of your uh, best friends. Yeah, it's it, – you know, it, what is going to be the new normal, right? I mean, that's, that's – I don't think anybody it, knows yet. I don't think anybody yeah, knows it, yet. And I don't, I, unfortunately, I don't see that light at the end of the tunnel yet. You know what I mean? And, um, so, I mean, not to be doom and gloom, but it's, it's, it's just, you no, know, it's a, it's I mean, a it's, good it's, question that has to be asked. You know, you just don't know what's yeah. going to happen yet. It's, I think it's a, I think it's a curiosity that everybody uh, is trying to figure out right now. Uh, but I don't want to, I don't want to dive too deep into all the uh, coronavirus. I feel like people have enough of that, and we've talked about it a lot as of late. Uh, something very interesting happened locally the other night, right around nine thirty. Uh, my wife and I were laying in bed, and all of a sudden. A big boom and then a shake. And no, this is not some inappropriate story I'm about to tell. All of a sudden, it felt like it felt like somebody crashed their car or truck into the side of my house. And then my wife goes, was that Lena thinking our daughter fell out of bed? I said, unless she fell out of bed while driving a VF bug, a VW bug, there's no way. There's no way that she just fell out of bed because it was too violent. There was too much bang. There was too much boom to go along with it. So I got up, went outside exactly as I was going outside and opening the door. The neighbor opened their door. I come back. I get a text from you. Here it turns out a 1.3 magnitude earthquake hit this Y missing area last night. I think the epicenter, if uh, the uh, stats that I saw were correct, was over right near the uh, traffic circle in Y missing on Reading Ave. So not too far from the high school over there is where the epicenter was. We felt it on the other side of 422. And it was so loud. It was so violent. You were playing video games with your buddy Joe wearing the headset, Robbie, and, and you could hear it on the headset. Yeah, so we were playing, and we were just, you know, we had the headset on, I think we were, I don't know what we were doing, but uh, but I heard a boom! I was like, are you okay? And he's like, I think something just hit the house. That's what everybody... Exactly I, what he said. The neighbor said the same thing. It could not have felt more like something... Cra- that something. I mean, if you would have made me bet money, I would have bet something crashed into the house. Yeah, so then I um, I, I text you right away mm-hmm. after he after I heard it from him and he, I said, well, you know, you guys get those earthquakes. So I was like, I think that's not my what is white what you know was. And then I text you and you're like, yeah, I ran outside. <laughs> like you said, somebody you saw somebody hit the house. That is just it. it I can't believe how loud it was that it, I heard it over the headset, which is pretty amazing. I and mean, because that's it's kind of like that voice isolated. You know, like it only picks up your voice mm-hmm. should. You know. Yeah. And to pick up that loud of a noise is pretty crazy. Yeah, it was really uh, something different than we've had before. We've heard those booms. We've felt those shakes before here in Berks County. But that one was so uh, loud when it happened so quick that, again, there was no doubt in my mind something happened to the house. I I did not think that it was just an earthquake because it was so different than the others because the others were more of a subtle shake. You know what I mean? They weren't as quick of a shake and quick of a crash 
as this one was. But we had the earthquake. The night before that, we had those violent storms that came through with the really loud thunder that woke everybody up. And then just <laughs> yesterday, we had those storms that came through Berks County with the 50-mile-per-hour wind gusts that were knocking trees down in the city of Reading. Our light pole that was right outside the building on Court Street at the station blew the light pole down. The entire light wow. pole broke it off from the cement and the ground. Oh. It was laying in the middle of Court Street. Thank goodness nobody was driving by there. So we have had some really goofy weather. And as I'm sitting here in the basement, if I don't have my headphones on, I can hear the wind still howling outside as we sit here. It's trash day in my neighborhood. So you can imagine it looks like a freaking trash dump in my neighborhood oh. because it's just, you know, I mean, yeah, and even if you have lids, like I have a lid on mine that clicks. It the wind was so I watched it this morning. The wind was so once I took them out, once the wind was so strong it lifted the lid up. All, you know, at, I mean it was like on hinges. So yeah. it like it popped the lid up. And I'm like, well, not much I can do now. I mean, <laughs> you know, like it, it was crazy. I mean, I had a gazebo out on the deck and I I thought the whole deck was gonna and it, the the thing is actually attached to the deck. I thought the whole thing was just gonna take off. Well, we like, inherited just, my deck. <laughs> we inherited a recycling bin because somehow, some way, it blew into our yard. People left it there. We put it on the edge, thinking someone was going to claim it. No one came and claimed it. I have no idea where it came from. There's no address on it. I have no I have no <laughs> idea how far that thing traveled to get here. But now we inherited some banged up old recycling <laughs> container that, for all I know, is from West Virginia. I have no idea where the hell. <laughs> it flew in down south somewhere yeah i have it's, it's like the wicked witch or galinda i have no idea what blew it in or how far it traveled to get here but now it's on my porch we left it out julie put a note on the wife missing hills facebook page no one said anything no one reached out so i guess we just have an extra little crappy recycling bin meanwhile i'm guessing tuesday someone was very disappointed when they went to put their recycling yeah. out their bins gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's 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 it, the winds were. It was it was howling last night. Like I mean, it was like you hear howling winds and you're like, yeah, howling. It was actually like that wind was was freaky, freaky loud. Yeah. So it was a it was a really really different. A uh, couple of uh, days here in the Berks County area. Uh, hope I hope everybody was able to survive because some scary, scary, scary stuff. Uh, before we came on the air, a uh, couple pieces of news broke, which we'll get to here in just a second. But before we move on from just stuff we've been doing, uh, I have been talking about the television show Psych for like a decade now, probably closer to 15 years. Uh, ever since it came on, I'm pretty sure it debuted in like 2006, so 14, 15 years now, at least 13. I've been in on this show, loving it, and I know I've mentioned it to you over and over and over again. And USA is doing this binge with Psych that a couple uh, nights a week they're going to show two seasons back-to-back. It's going to last like a day and a half or something each time. Last night, uh, I guess it started Wednesday night at 10 o'clock. They started seasons one and two. (laughs) Next week, they're going to do three and four because I think there's eight seasons altogether. And finally, 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 you have bought in to the world of Psych. I have. uh, A friend of mine turned me on to it. You know, like, like, you have to watch it. Okay, so I I was watching it, and I'll tell you what. I I haven't laughed out loud in a show in a long time, and every episode I've watched, I laughed out loud. And my favorite character probably is Corbin Burnson, his dad. Yeah, his dad's great in that. Uh, oh, he's so good. It's uh, it, and um and it's it's a it's it's funny. I, I I'm upset that I missed this train. 
And I like how they did the, like, they're in quarantine and they're kind of doing what we're doing here, like webcamming, you know, some of the episodes and some backstory and stuff. So it's, I'm in on Psych. I'm in. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um, You know, I'm only, it's only the first, I guess that was the first, probably the the beginning of the second season I watched yesterday, a few of them. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. I'm glad now I have a new show that I can kind of binge watch. And also kind of having the background, you know, I'm, I'm looking for, I like a background show. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I don't have to be like paying attention to, but if I hear a joke that makes me laugh, I'll let, you know what I mean? So that, that, that's going to be my new show. Well, it's also uh, a great show as far as running gags go. Like there's a pineapple in every episode of Psych. Yep. So you got to keep I your eyes peeled <laughs> for the pineapple. And it's just so, it's so very random. And my favorite part is, uh, the two main characters, uh, they're just their their chemistry so much fun, and if you like buddy cop stuff, like I love the Lethal Weapon movies because yes, how yes. great those two lead characters were together. And if you like buddy cop stuff, these two they are just fantastic together. And you're getting some tidbits for Psych fans. You mentioned those kind of in between um, segment um, chats between some of the characters on um, Zoom or whatever they're doing. Uh, one of the uh, uh, things uh, Dulé Hill was talking about as far as James, uh, the guy who plays um, the lead, how in the audition he was way off script. He was all over the place and he thought, Dulé thought he was trying to go ahead and uh, screw up his audition and like get him out of there and make sure he didn't get the part. But that, that's got to be the whole show because you watch some of the things they do together and I've seen outtakes and they just have so much fun playing off each other and that makes it like a joy to watch. It is it is it's fun to watch those two together, and that's the show. The two of them together is basically the show. Yeah, it's it. Their chemistry is, is perfect. They play off each other perfect. I wonder how much of that is improvised. It seems like it would be because they're. I mean, maybe not in the earlier seasons, but I can imagine that they're so simpatico with each other that that would really play out like with some improvisation improv- I, I think there's been so a lot of know. improv since the beginning with that show I think that show is improv and they probably got more and more and more as it went on but there's a lot of improv especially between James Roday and Dulé Hill of course Dulé Hill was in West Wing one of my favorite shows of all time do you know a little trivia for you right now Robbie do you know what movie you and I have watched together numerous times that James Roday makes a cameo in Oh, he's I all, mean, just the. Go ahead. He's only in the movie for I would say sixty seconds at the most. Now I have a guess, and not because it's um, I know, but a movie that we watched together probably more than anybody should watch together. But Beerfest. Yes, I knew I gave you a big <laughs> hint there. He is Beerfest. You know when the Germans are training, they're working out, they're on the treadmills, lifting the kegs yes. and drinking beer, and the delivery kid comes. He's the delivery guy. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. that is James That's Roday. Awesome. That is James Roday. And in real life, uh, whether they're uh, engaged or I don't know if they're actually married, but he and Maggie Lawson, who plays Jules, they are together. Oh, okay. So a okay. little, a gotcha. little uh, trivia for you there well. with Psych. I I love that show. The movie was pretty good. Uh, the they filmed the second movie. That's going to be coming out whenever the new NBC Universal streaming. Um, service comes out, so something to look forward to there as far as Psych uh, goes. And these episodes are just so much fun to watch. My daughter um, recently found it with this binge-a-thon, so now she wants to go back and watch all of the Psych episodes. And I have the first three seasons on DVD, so we're going to start uh, watching those together. Rewatch, if you will. And 
And um, I know John Cena, you know, my boy, Word Life. Yep. Big Show is on, uh, makes a cameo as well. Yep. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So some wrestling ties there. I know that um, I know that those guys are big wrestling guys, too, from what I've heard, too. Of course, reading some of the dirt sheets that they're wrestling guys. Plus, I guess they weren't always wrestling guys, but then they kind of since USA, and then they became fans. So, And I think they've done a few things on Raw, if I'm... Uh, if I'm, yes, I'm not surprised. They have showed up. We just speaking of cameos. We just had my daughter stop in here, and what you guys don't know because she took them off. <laughs> she had uh, rabbit ears on and a bunny tail, and she hopped down here into the studio. So there's Lena. Say hi, everybody, Lena. Hi. <laughs> hi. There you go. That's Lena. Hi, Lena. Hi. Robbie says hi. Hi. He's right there. <laughs> there you go. So that's Robbie. <laughs> All right. Why don't you go back upstairs? All right. See you later. She just gave me the uh, dirty look. But uh, she's excited to watch uh, Morris Like We're also, uh, my daughter and I, because um, you uh, tagged me in this and I had seen them, the reaction videos for Avengers Endgame from opening night with the crowd cheering. Uh, I showed those to my daughter and we are going to have tomorrow a back-to-back Avengers Infinity War Endgame Ooh. movie marathon. And she's super excited. Very nice. Are you excited for Very that? Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, she's pumped up. So I, we, I, I thought we'd watch one today and one tomorrow, but she's like, no, I want to watch them back to back. So she's, we're gonna have six hours of movie magic tomorrow here in the Keller House. And you figure that Saturday is just is, is covered then, right? Yes. You, know, you don't have to worry about doing anything. My Saturday, Saturday is booked. Those two movies. <laughs> yep. And it's gonna be a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, uh, Robbie just got into Psych Two, Lena. So Robbie's gonna watch Psych as well. Very cool. What's your favorite part of Psych thus far? Me? Don't know. No, I was asking Lena. Lena. She doesn't oh. know. She doesn't know. All right. Well, thank you for stopping by. Carefully walk past there. You don't want to kill Robbie. All right. Say bye-bye. Bye, Lena. Robbie says bye. Lena's all right. There you go. She just gave me a look. All right. Um, but uh, psych, yes, get on it. And if you need to, after we watch season one, if you want to start from the beginning, I can lend you uh season one of Psych. I'm not sure if it's available to stream anywhere. Yeah, I don't know if it's on the USA app. I'm gonna look. Also, uh, I'm gonna look on Hulu or uh, it's not on Netflix. I know that. So okay. I'm gonna look on Hulu and I'm gonna look on USA to see if I can start streaming it from the beginning. Because I, I don't know. I think I was in season two because since I watched it yesterday, I think because you said Wednesday and yesterday were seasons one and two. So uh, I Lena, I can't talk I was... to you and do this at the same time. So you have to get out of here or stay here and just uh, and just try to ignore what we're doing. Okay. My daughter's like trying to talk to me. <laughs> standing there while I'm like and I'm trying to give her the eyes and let her know that I can't talk right now and apparently at 11 years old you can't take any kind of facial cues all right tensions are building tensions are building as you can imagine um yeah so I don't I don't know where I was though I need to see it uh, I'll probably just start from the beginning to begin with. I, I was at I watched the one where uh with the horse track and he saw his dad at the horse track, yeah. and they were wearing those crazy shirts, and that was kind of a running gag through the whole episode, so that was a good one. Um, and then uh, the guy from Coming to America, McDowell, was uh, was his, Gus's uncle, and he was, did a guest spot on there, so that was a good one, too. There's so many great cameos, too, as the show goes on, and it is it is the perfect mix of like drama, mystery, and uh, also comedy. It's just it's a perfect little mix. Yes. Yeah, I love it. Yep. I love it. I, I was Good I was show. in on that show from the beginning, and it's one. I'm so happy that you're in on it, so we can do some uh, psych stuff. We can talk some psych, and I love when they go suck it. 
laughed. I like that too. So yeah. that, that makes me laugh. <laughs> there, there's so many running gags between the couple, between the two of them, that uh, I get very, very excited. Yes. All right, that's what I want to do. Uh, cover there. Uh, one thing that is being tossed around that I think is pretty interesting um, with baseball. There's been a lot of uh, ideas bantied about on how they're going to maybe try to start this season up when it's safe or whenever they feel it's safe. And one of the things now uh, that I read uh, earlier in the week was about how they were going to maybe try to do the entire regular season in Arizona. And that was from earlier in the week. Now there is a story coming out just today that they're thinking about having the Cactus League. So anybody who had spring training in Arizona, a league in Arizona, then they'll have a grapefruit league. That's everybody who's normally in Florida for spring training will go to their spring training facilities in Florida, and there will be a league as far as just Florida teams, and then they'll play out, and I'm guessing the winners of those two leagues would eventually then play in a World Series, but that would mean divisional realignment, and the Phillies would be in a division because it's going to be uh, geographically to uh, the Florida landscape. They would be in a division with the Pirates, the Tigers, two of the worst teams in baseball, the Blue Jays, which are a young, exciting team. The uh, Yankees would be the other team in their division. So you would have Phillies-Yankees as a rivalry for whatever this season is. That'd be fun. I I think, and that's, I mean, at least that, I think that'd be fun. I I like that idea. I, I I mean, it would be a short. I guess it would have to be a shorter season, right? Because they already started. Depending, I mean, technically, the season would have started. Yeah. So, I mean, and it depends what they want to do. If they're if they're going to just be based in those two, um, you know, regions, they can go later into the year than say if they were going to be spread right. out all across the country in the northeast. Yeah, the worry about weather. Yeah, if you're worried about colder weather to play baseball, and um, if they're another thing I heard too was. Um, some rumors about maybe and whispers and talk about a neutral site World Series. So you could do a World Series in a dome somewhere and, you know, not have to worry about yeah. weather at all. So it would be interesting. I don't know if they'll play 162, but they can probably get a lot more games in than they were originally going to get in uh, if they can uh, do it in those two locations. And again, I think if you're going to shorten things up, I think you got to make it different. You got to make it interesting, especially if there's not going to be any fans. And this will be some way to keep, I think, people's interest who are already fans. And you might get some stragglers. You might get some of those casual fans who now want to be more in to kind of see how this whole thing plays out with these new divisions and then being where they're spring training and with no fans, obviously. But uh, I think if you're going to look to use this as a silver lining to generate some interest, this could be an interesting way to do it. Well, and the thing is, too, if there's no, um, you know, if there's no nothing else on TV, this could be a great way to bring people back to baseball because, yeah. like, there's nothing new on tech, really speaking, not a whole lot. Um, I, I like to, like, I mean, you know, wrestling is still a constant. I mean, they're doing things, and it is a little different, of course, than, but I know they're being looked at as kind of the, the guinea pig at this because they're still conducting. And I read an article today that they're going to keep producing TV. So, and AEW and WWE. So it's kind of, you know, they're looking to them to figure out what protocols they have in. I guess they're getting, um, you know, as they're reporting to the stadiums, they're getting, you know, fever checked and, you know, looking at throats and making, you know, listening to the lungs and things like well, that. They're still doing the wrestling at the uh, at the performance centers, right? At the, at the smaller venues. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to go because Florida has a strict do not you know leave your house order in. So I don't know if that's going to work. I, I don't really know. So I don't know. Apparently, there is a backup venue if the, if if the Florida you know local government gets in on and it kind of shuts them down. Um, but they have a backup. I mean, they do have a huge warehouse that oh my god, I would love to get into one day. But it has all their pay-per-view sets and all of their rings and old stuff in, in Connecticut. So mm-hmm. they might actually do it there. Well, one of the um, things, anyway, as far as wrestling yeah, goes, it's hard to compare it to like a major league uh, sport. Wrestling can keep their numbers down a lot better down. than uh, baseball or football or basketball can because you just have so many guys on a team. Wrestling, if they just want to feature 10 guys or or 10 performers if you, if you yeah. all, all for an entire night, they can get away from it. And they still have to have TV and announcers, but it's just it, yeah. they can work with a much more um, condensed crew than, say, like Major League Sports can do. So, I mean, it's well, a guinea pig, but... Time, yeah. yeah, they can even have time frames. They can, they, and what they're doing is they're saying, okay, report to the PC at 6 o'clock. Your match is going to be 15 minutes long. They show up, they get, you know what I mean, and then they leave, and then the next group of guys, okay, show up at 6.30 for your match. And it's not live right now. They're taping everything. Yeah, and we're baseball. You're not going to be able to tape things. So that's where that, you know, and even any other live sport, that's a disadvantage. And, you know, like, you're going to have, you know, what what's a full baseball roster like twenty guys? I don't even know. Uh, baseball roster is twenty five, but that's 25. that's that's active roster. You can have as many guys uh, in the dugout, you know, coaches and stuff. But that's the only guys who can play. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, will they limit it to? I don't know. You know, I mean, it's all unprecedented, uncharted territory. You know what we're going into. But I mean, I I, I like them trying to do something. I mean, and here's the thing too. And oh, it's all about money. These, I, I, they're going to be losing money. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're going to get ads, but they're not making a ton of money with, you know, well, not the, having people in the stands and, and, and the ticket prices and then the concessions and the merchandise yeah. and everything else. I mean, they're losing money. I don't, they're not, I mean, they'll, they'll lose more money sitting home. There's the TV revenue is obviously a huge part, especially for the smaller teams. True. Um, so, yeah, for them to get that TV revenue is a huge thing. So that's something they want to get. And look, they want to get back. They play baseball. We all want to get back to regular lives. Their regular life is playing baseball and they want to be out there playing baseball. It's like we all want to be out doing our regular thing. Those guys look forward to getting out there and trying to win a World Series. And if you miss a whole year of a sport, that's one less year you have to win a World Series because you're not going to stop aging. You know what I mean? You might have no. less miles on the odometer, but you're not going to stop aging. Speaking and of... Then, go ahead. Yeah, no, it brings up the question about contracts too, right? I mean, like, what yeah. happens with that? Like, is... Do you legally push back the contract and i mean it's gonna be weird but anyway that's another thing i, I think i read because jt real muto has one more year left on his contract this year and they were trying to figure out arbitration contract extensions between him and the phillies and i think i read that if he if they don't play he still becomes a free agent at the end of this season so wow yeah the contract year it just might be by years not seasons it might not say thirteen seasons. Gotcha. It's a thirteen-year contract, 13 for, for, like for Bri- contract, like for Bryce Harper is a thirteen-year contract, not thirteen-season contract. Uh, one sport that gotcha. it looks like is not coming back is the XFL, and that just happened this morning uh, or this yeah. afternoon, where uh, Pro Football Talk and a bunch of other outlets, Adam Schefter from ESPN, are reporting that the XFL laid off all their employees, suspended operations, and they're only keeping a handful of top-level guys, I guess, around for right now. Um, I don't know if that's to close-up shop or if they're hoping that at some point 
they can bring it back. But you talk about like the first time around the XFL was just it was the wrong fit of sports and entertainment and whatever they were trying to do. And now you add into this first was bad product. This is just really bad luck. Yeah, and I mean the rating. I heard the ratings were good. I mean, you had major networks in ABC, FS1, Fox Sports, ESPN. You had major networks in the. They were happy with the ratings. They weren't like NFL rankings, of course. Yeah. Ratings, of course. No, but, they I mean, did they drop were down. So good. Yeah. For having, I mean, usually this time of year they have bowling on ESPN. You know what I mean? And, and stupid stuff. So you know, like this is actually. I mean, not to offend any of the bowlers out there. But, I mean, this was getting more ratings than what would be on normal programming at this point. So, I I mean, I am a WWE guy. I'm a Vince McMahon wrestling guy, so I wanted to f- succeed. But also, I liked it. I watched a handful of games. I wouldn't say I was like a – I watched every game every week, but I did watch a game if it was on, and it was good football. The commentating was good. They treated it like football. You know what I mean? They didn't treat it like a circus show like the like WWE. So, it was good. Um and it's just this this thing uh, like it's affecting everything else. It's it, it, you know, when you are and especially if, I think if it was like three seasons in, it might be able to survive. But you know, cutting the season in half like that just killed it. Yeah, so. it just they lost all their momentum, and it's a shame. I, I was having fun watching it again. I, I tuned in the first week out of curiosity, enjoyed yeah. what I saw, and um, watched uh, a little bit. Often I wasn't the uh, must tune in, must see TV fan that I had hoped I would be. Yeah. Things were happening, I was busy. But it would have been nice to, to tune in and have that option. I think it would have been a, a nice, maybe not huge moneymaker, but uh, you would have hoped at some point it would have been able to sustain itself and just kind of hang around, especially because uh, already even on half a season, some of those players that really stood out, like that quarterback, I think for Houston, he signed a, a contract and yep. he's he's with one of the NFL teams already. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a shame. I mean, it, I, I really thought it too that it could be like a minor league for the NFL eventually, like since they're proving themselves that they're taking it seriously like football, you know, and I was hoping that maybe that they could work something out with the NFL and that could actually financially sustain them. You know what I mean? And they did things right. Like they changed some rules up that they, they had fun, like crowd stuff, like that whole, like, you know, the, the beer snake and stuff. And, and, and they had some cool stuff and the social media was good. And I don't know. I, I, it's a shame. I it really, I, it, I hope that it maybe it's just that they couldn't afford to keep these people on you know until 21 i'm hoping that it turns around i actually saw a list of the next potential expansion sites for 21 too and philly was on that list yeah they had um um, they had got a trademark for a phil xfl philadelphia website um it's looking like you know that's not the case uh as far as coming back right now it does not look good but uh we'll have to wait and see hopefully they'll be able to maybe go ahead and um salvage it but you know who can tell at this time um, before we turn our attention to WrestleMania, I read an article article today in the New York Post that uh, Triple H must have done an interview, and they asked him about what it was like when he first started dating Stephanie McMahon, and whether or not it was awkward to be working for and with Vince McMahon for as long as he did, and then all of a sudden start dating his daughter, and Triple H told a bunch of stories about how he could tell Vince was enjoying making Triple H uncomfortable while he was like <laughs> at family dinners with Stephanie. I, I I heard these stories that it was very awkward. It was very, very awkward for him. I mean, and now look at him. 
he's like the vice president of the company. So yeah. it, it pays to marry the Doss's daughter. Well, the, the boss's daughter. The Doss's daughter? <laughs> well, we have a name for the show. The Doss's daughter. This isn't, this isn't coffee, folks. Um, I wanted to ask you, as I write that down, I wanted to ask you if you've ever had uh, a father of a girlfriend that frightened you so much that you thought about maybe not seeing her anymore. Not really, particularly. Like, uh, I'm a hit with parents. I oh, really am. Well, you're I a mean, hit with I the mean, women. Why wouldn't you be a hit with I the mean, parents? That's what I mean. I mean, like, I'm charming. You're a GD delight. You know, successful. I mean, I'm a celebrity. Uh, I'm practically a doctor. Um, so, I mean, it's. I mean, I'm a hit with the parents. I'm actually probably a better hit with the mom than the the, the girl or woman that I'm dating. So, um, I, I know I know nothing of this. The comfortability. How about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm barely comfortable with the girl, much less being comfortable with the parents. Um, there was a girl uh, who I dated in high school who her father, uh, and I've seen him around, and to this day, he may be one of the most intimidating people I have ever met in my life. He's just a tall dude, and he's not, like, tall and just thin. He's tall, and he's, he's, a, he's a, a, not not fat, but he's just a bigger dude. And burly. No, burly, not man. even burly. He's just, he uh, he strikes an opposing figure. Maybe that's the way to gotcha. put it. And he would sit there. I remember the first time I went to their house for like dinner or something. And I was uh, going from a sophomore to a junior and she was older. And I remember sitting there uh, having dinner and he, it seemed like he didn't even eat. It seemed like he just sat there and stared at me the entire time <laughs> and like stared so intently that he never blinked. It was just one of the most intimidating things that I have ever meant ever gone through in my life. It was it was awful. It was absolutely awful. So, well, uh, Mr. Keller, what are your intentions with my daughter? He never asked that. Was he that never asked that. Asked? No, that question. Was, I don't remember him talking. I don't remember talking. I don't remember ever saying anything to him or him responding to me. But all I know is I felt terribly awkward during the conversation. And Julie's dad is like the exact. He's a he's a little guy. He's nice. Uh, and you know, he's just, he's not like, he's not, he doesn't strike an opposing figure is the opposite of that. And uh, even when I asked him and I did the whole, you know, proper old fashioned thing of asking if it's okay, if I propose to his daughter. And I remember that I did that on like a float trip weekend where all the guys were getting together and we were going to get dropped off on a river in a river. And then we were going to float down the river for like a weekend. Oh, nice. And it was fun, but I just remembered that I was going to ask him on the way there to get it over with because I could not have it hanging over my head the whole weekend. But then in the middle of no. asking it, in the middle of asking it, I thought, what if he says no? This is going to be the most awkward weekend in the history of mankind. Or, or what if he says yes and doesn't really mean it and throws you off the boat? Yeah, either way, I was pretty sure I was going to die that weekend. Yeah, I mean, I would have just waited till you're off the boat and safe back on land because, I mean, really, then it could, it could just be an accident. Well, I, I asked, Mike didn't make it. I asked him on the truck, in the truck ride, on the way there when it was just the two of us in the truck. It was maybe the most nerve-wracking thing um, I've ever gone through. And thank goodness it was a longer ride because it gave time for my P-spot to dry. Oh, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> and look at you now. I mean, you know... Julie's adequately satisfied with the marriage. Yeah. So I mean, at least, well, let's not know, overshoot. I mean... <laughs> okay, she just gets by. She's here. <laughs> she's here. But to be fair, the governor has a stay-at-home order in, so she can't go True. anywhere. Yeah. I mean, she's with you for your celebrity. Uh, I mean, 
if if she, she can't escape right now. That's what it boils True. down to. Yeah, she's quarantined. And courts aren't open anyway to process a divorce. So. No, she is screwed. I'm just hoping by the yeah, time this all finishes up, she forgets who I am. I'm just hoping for amnesia of some sort. And, I mean, you look at it this way, too. Like, I mean, even murders won't get Whoa, solved right Jesus. now. So. Are you so just going to be the Robbie show after Julie murders me? Yeah, it, it, it might be. And I'll, I'll, I'll show up like, and then she'll answer the phone. He's not doing the show anymore. Click. <laughs> Officer with someone in a mask. Well, that could be anybody. Anyone. Anyone. All right. Last weekend was WrestleMania, Robbie. And uh, it was an empty arena, WrestleMania. In just a couple of minutes, uh, what were your thoughts? What did you think? Did you enjoy it? Uh, what would you rate it on our scale of uh, zero to five? So I watched it twice because I have problems. Of course problems. you did. So I watched, I watched it twice. Um, I'm out of five. I'm going to give it a three and a half. I thought it was a great um, alternative to what they could do. The cinematic matches, and what I mean by cinematic matches, they actually film like movies, but were wrestling matches. One with The Undertaker and AJ Styles, one with John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Both, I thought, were so entertaining and stole the show. They were so good. Um, And I hope they do more of that. Of course, you can't do that with a live crowd because you don't want your live crowd watching a show so you'd have to do that for a raw or a smackdown but it was it was great um i, I think they did the best they could i mean I it's hard not to get that reaction the performers did great um the advantage also to a lot of this is i think that some of those big spots they didn't actually take like they had a ladder match and when the guy fell from the big ladder they just cut and then they showed him so they didn't want them to take those big bumps and they all to take those risks which i think is good for their body not to take those big bumps and risks every time. So I think that was good, too, for the performer. Listen, uh, kudos to them for doing it, right? I mean, it was entertainment for two days, eight hours worth of entertainment almost. I thought they did fine. And I I watched it again, and it held up. So Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. It was something to watch. And, you know, with everything that's going on right now, it was nice to have some new entertainment. And it was also nice to have something to look forward to, which is uh, something we are missing uh, desperately right now. And those two matches, I thought, were uh, definitely uh, interesting and and fun to watch. And they were different, especially the uh, John Cena-Fiend match. If you were a wrestling mark like yourself, I'm sure I didn't get even all the references that were in there. But... Uh. uh, they really, so they good. really put that together for the wrestling fan, and it was something I think uh, uh, no one will ever forget. And who knows if they'll ever be able to do anything like that again? Simply because hopefully they're always able to do these pay per views and these big matches in front of you know seventy thousand people from here on out. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping it gets back to normal by next year's WrestleMania. I know Philly is still in the running for the WrestleMania after the LA WrestleMania of next year. So I would love to see it at the link, which I would think would be great. Um, and I guarantee the next one that's on this coast, so I'm not going to go out to L.A., even though I kind of would like to, but the next one that's closer to us, I'm going. So I will be there. Um, can't wait. By the way, the XFL just tweeted out uh, a video that features Jake Gyllenhaal um, blowing a kiss to the crowd, waving, holding his fist up, and then walking through a door. That seemingly uh, looks like them saying goodbye. Oh, uh, heartbreaking. So I'm going to retweet that if you want to check it out. It's at Mike Keller, W-E-E-U, Matt, Mike, at Mike Keller, W-E-E-U. Before we move on from uh, WrestleMania, you and I did some Instagram live stuff, and we did a pick em. And And uh, would you like to tell people who the 
WrestleMania pick champion is? Would you like to uh, share that yes, with people? Uh, for the first time in history, of course, when it's on the line for the new 222, you know, title, I lose. And, no, uh, no, 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 no. I won. No, I said I lose. No, I, I lose. won. I lose. I won. You, uh, yes, you won. Yes, yeah, thank you. Yeah, you won. Thank you. You beat me. So this is going to be a normal thing for each pay-per-view now, I would assume. Oh, Jesus. Um, pay-per-view now. Okay. Well, okay. well, I mean, we're going to have to. I mean, I, or, or maybe every other or such. I mean, I don't know. Maybe the big four. How about the big four? We can do every. So let's WrestleMania. Look, let's look at the matches, and we'll decide per match, uh, per pay-per-view, if it's, if it's pick-worthy. And by the way, um, I, I figured out a way that we can get you the network, too. So Ooh. I got you, buddy. I'm looking forward that? to that. Looking uh, forward to that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I, it w- and that was, and that actually was a fun part too. I used to, and you remember this, that like back in the day I used to make like pick them sheets. Yeah, it was fun. Remember that? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I used to do stuff like that when, when, you know, when we were allowed to communicate and be within, you know, a few inches of each other. Yes. Um, you know, back in the day, <laughs> back in the day, back in the good old days. All right, man, yeah. let's finish things up here. Let's get on out of here. Uh, it is uh, a good Friday, Easter weekend. Hope everyone has a good one. Hope everyone takes care of themselves and uh, we'll be back yes. uh, next week for more fun, more frolic and uh, the belt, the belt. It will still be here. The strap will be on my shoulder and I'll be ready. I'll be ready to defend it. Whenever I need, I'm a fighting champion. You are a fighting champion, but the one around my shoulder is the one that counts, baby. (laughs) Yeah, but you you just bought that. I earned this. Hey, yeah, I know it's so embarrassing. (laughs) So embarrassing. Oh man, I was never happier than when Charlotte Flair won the NXT Uh, Women's Champ because that basically sealed it. That basically sealed it it for me. The first match of night two, I I was done. I was done. Yeah, because because. Uh, there was no way that uh, Bobby Lashley was going to win at that pay-per-view. So nope, I'm and enjoy- that was my mistake. I'm enjoying a uh, jazz berry lager from Saucony Creek. It is delicious. Not sure what you were drinking during the show, but that was uh, fantastically tasty. I got to thank Kirby Powell from Saucony for uh, coming on the show Thursday and then dropping off some beers for us. It was a lot of fun. Hey, and I think too. Um- Let's try to do a snack uh, and a drink maybe next week. I right. um, their Corona Corona Seltzer is out. I saw on TV. Okay, we should try that. I'll see if I can locate. I know you found a snack that you were uh, interested in, so we'll have to see if I can locate one of those as well. I'll try to get out to the store sometime here in the near future. Speaking of going to the store, uh, I, I don't want to run around and look for it, but I've been had to run a handful of errands this week, and I've yeah. been uh, like hawking and looking for Swedish fish jelly beans. I have not seen them once this year. Wow. Well, if I get out and I find some, I'll get them for you. Yeah, because they are the best jelly beans I have ever had. They are the best. All right, man. They are the best. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. Have a happy Easter. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you sometime soon. Let's do it. See you guys. Thanks for watching. That was Robbie. Thanks for hanging out. We will uh, be back next week.